and welcome to a pro tip episode all about doing your best with summer fruits. I'm Kate Schultz, here today with my sister to give you a short bite episode. We're talking tips, techniques, and well-earned wisdom, and about the time it takes to eat a bowl of cherries. I'm Betsy Wallace. Like Kate said, we've got all sorts of ideas to help you in the kitchen, with dinner, and everything that goes along with it. Sometimes it's from us, the Dinner Sisters, and sometimes it's from experts, listeners, and friends we've met along the way. And this episode is from one of those friends, listeners, experts, who is Sue Flateau, one of our longtime listeners. Sue is just, she's a peach. What can I say? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) She's always willing to chime in on our Facebook group and has a lovely Instagram feed all about her family's orchard. And tis the season for fruit, so I asked her to give us some tips. But... Just as a little uh, foreshadowing here, you can always look forward to a future interview where she tells us all about um, her best tips for markets and and other stuff like that. So keep an ear peeled. But for now, we just thought we'd read to you and let you in on what Sue's up to and her tips for keeping um, your summer fruits. So Sue says that her farm, they're a small mom and pop operation. She grows fruit on three acres just for locals farmers markets in southeastern Washington state, which is so fun. She planted her first fruit trees with her husband in 1997, taking her first cherries to market in 2001, which is like, I guess cherry trees have to grow, right? I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. They've got an acre of cherries and two acres of apples, peaches, nectarines, pluots. She recently added grapes. So she's got everything there. They've got about a thousand trees and grow approximately 80 varieties of fruit. Wow. So that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Go Sue. Yeah. Right. Go Sue. And what she says is that what began, began as a way to enjoy delicious fruit, teach your children a strong work ethic and provide for their college education is now a retirement project. Children are grown, although they do help with the business when they can. And she says farmers, market vendors and customers have literally watched her family grow up as they've expanded their farm, which I think is so sweet and um, really fun to kind of learn a little bit about our listeners. But she's got some great tips for how to best keep fruit that you get from the farmer's market. Yeah, I love this because like we said, it's just always good to get advice from experts. And Sue is definitely an expert in this category. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to read what she said here in her email. Sue says, okay, because we pick our fruit tree ripe, we recommend that customers refrigerate their fruit if they don't plan to eat it right away. This often surprises people since fruit displayed in the grocery store is generally not refrigerated. However, it is said that the fruit in the grocery store was harvested seven to 10 days earlier. In contrast, we aim to pick our fruit the day before a market. This means that you can often find produce at a farmer's market you wouldn't find in a grocery store as older varieties were not bred for shipping or a longer shelf life. So she recommends finding storage tips at www.savethefood.com backslash storage, which is an interesting site to explore if you're more if you want to learn more about this. As for choosing a good fruit, don't be afraid to ask questions. Get to know your grower and ask questions like, did you grow this fruit? Where is your farm? When was the fruit picked? How was it stored and handled after picking? Was it refrigerated? And what's the name of this variety? I think those are such great intro questions, and I just mm-hmm. love the idea of the reason you go to a farmer's market is to find those varieties that just can't be shipped, right? They're only they're going to be right from your neck of the woods and something that is a little more unusual, a little more delicious. So get to know your farmer, right? 
So there you have it. We hope this gave you an idea or inspiration to make your time in the kitchen or dinner table that much easier. If you've got some great ideas, let us know. You can email us at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook or Instagram at Dinner Sisters Podcast. We'd love to hear what you're doing in the kitchen. As always, thanks for joining us. Come back soon. We'll save a spot at the table for you. <music>